Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following production is brought to you by The Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. Here we go. This is The Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. I'm Rob. He's Ryan. We are rested. We are relaxed rejuvenated we're back in the saddle post all-star break little break for us as well took the week off you went on vacation yep i stayed home and watched the all-star festivities i don't think we need to get too deep into it because it's kind of gone now but i thought the nhl all-star weekend in my opinion has been a bit of a snoozer for a long time and i thought this this past weekend in Toronto, all the celebrity involvement, Michael Bublé on Mushrooms, Bieber, Tate McRae, everyone. I thought it was, I thought it went off really well. I thought the redesigned skills night with, in, which I, I didn't know going into it that Connor McDavid played a hand in sort of redesigning that night. I thought that was really good. And then the, the game, the little tournament on, on the Saturday was also super entertaining. And overall, like, uh, you know what? I tip my cap. I'm the first one to come on here all the time and criticize the National Hockey League for being not a great product. That's the nicest I've put it in a while. But I'll tip my cap to them. We have a long-standing rule on the Talking Buds Leaf show that if you chirp someone or something and then later you're proven wrong, you've got to sit here and you've got to eat your bowl of crow. So I will tip my cap to the National Hockey League. Very well done. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, because you you weren't yeah. here. You no. were away. You were away in warmer climates. No. Well, we're back. We have a Leafs game to talk about. We're we're ready to resume crying. Like we're crying. just we're just crying. I actually had a really good thought um, coming into today's episode that we just rerun the last three episodes. Yes. Because I don't think there's anything going to be any different coming out of my mouth. This week compared to weeks past. If anything, I'm I'm more fed up than than I was before the All Star break, and they and they actually ended up going into the All Star break doing pretty well. And then the vibes around like around the All Star break with like the four guys playing. Their team Matthews ended up winning. I thought Austin Matthews was excellent in terms of being a leader. I think there should be a discussion in the offseason about potentially making him the captain of this hockey team. And yeah, it was all good vibes. And then this kind of like if you could condense their season into one game, it would be Monday night's game against the New York Islanders. They had moments where I thought they played pretty well. They made stupid decisions and were inconsistent, and they got okay subpar goaltending from Samsonoff. And that was it. Like, dumb, stupid, brain-dead mistakes 
lead them to lose, and now they're 0-3 against yeah. the New York Islanders this season. 0-3 against the New York Islanders. Against a team that that has some some nice players, but for the most part are, are mediocre. Are, are pretty mediocre yes. hockey team. And yes. they just just watching this being like, this is if they played this team in a seven game series, they would lose. That's what I'm thinking when I'm watching them playing the New York Islanders. I want to start by talking about my best my best pal because the Leafs have sort of like a wasn't a full practice, but it was like a, a, a skate on the Sunday after the all-star game. And Sheldon's talking this big game about, well, you know, we're in the home stretch here. We got to get dialed in. We got to, got to start correcting things and we got to start like, we're in a playoff push. Basically I'm paraphrasing obviously, but that was essentially the gist of what he said. Then they have their performance against the New York Islanders, which I just said it was mental mistake after mental mistake, especially the one goal in which, Immediately following a power play, the Islanders go the other way and score. And our guy Sheldon, after the game, steps to the podium and has this to say. This is the National Hockey League. Like, that's peewee stuff. That's nothing to do with the season or anything like that. You play on the power play in the National Hockey League, they should not get behind you coming out of the penalty box. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the attention to detail a coaching? Like, like he's basically talking about attention to detail there. Isn't that a, a coaching responsibility? Isn't a lot of the things and the mental mistakes we see with this team night in and night out a coaching issue? Yeah, I mean, I think they have so many issues that I can't even pick which one is the worst. I'm not going to sit here and, and bag on Sheldon because I, I do think like that's as much as I love doing it. I do think that's very tired. I do that every pretty much every episode, but yeah, we'll get there. But it's like Sheldon, they, they ain't listening, listening, man. They're not listening to you. No, no. So no. that's just one of several problems this team has. Right. And as we've alluded to several times, He's the only one who can get fired, and yeah. there, there, there's no there's no salary cap implications or anything. So, so he he did what he always does, and today he walked he, he kind of walked that back, and he says, "quote We've got a good team here. We've got good players. As a coaching staff, we need to do a better job with them and work with them and help them recognize our own goal in getting the team to play to its potential. I think we've done that." I would say about 50% of the games, we've been really good. That's not enough. That's not enough in the NHL. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go to last night's Islander game here. I'm just going to pull it up, pull up the box score. If you, if you don't mind, let's take a look. Shall we? Oh, look, it's the usual ice time discrepancy. Look, all the big boys up over 20-ish minutes. Here's Max Domi, 10 minutes and 48 seconds. Nick Robertson, who I thought... Nick Robertson, who I thought was really dangerous in the offensive zone last night. 8.38. What is the definition of insanity, Ryan? I think you could say that to the front office. Screw the coach. It's like this is this doesn't even apply to Sheldon. The definition of insanity should go up and down the front office, the coaching staff, the owners. Like 
it's top to bottom in this organization. What's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over again. And that applies to every single department for this hockey team. It's not just ice time for a third liner. It's putting out the same product every single season and expecting a different result. And like, I I, I don't know. (laughs) And you're watching the game too. Max Domi is not playing well. And he looks allergic to shooting the puck on the net. He he had an opportunity to cut to the net and he he didn't. He just went around and tried to make a pass to to a, a New York Islander and I was just confused watching it. But it's just this is just a microcosm of all the problems this team has. All the problems. I I get self-conscious, I'll be honest. I get self-conscious about how negative you and I can get on this pod and I because I don't think that like, we skew, we're, we're jaded. That's the best way to put it. We're jaded Leaf fans. But I also don't want to be an idiot who complains about everything, okay? Having said that, I I don't understand the theme around our last episode was should they be buyers, should they be sellers? And that's going to be the main topic of discussion up until we get to the deadline. I have no idea how you can watch this roster and make the argument that they should be buyers. Like ridiculous. Are you talking about? And absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like I I just don't, it's not there. They are so far from being there. (laughs) They're 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 like five players away from being there. We sit, we've sat here, us and everyone else have sat here since the season started. Oh, they need to fix their blue line. They need to fix their blue line. They need to fix. They need a third line center. They need. They need. Like if 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 Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Tavares got got off the Schneid and got one. If they're not scoring, no one is scoring. No one. They they are getting zero production from people in the bottom six. And someone might hear me say that and go, oh, "Who cares about the bottom six? If you're going to win a Stanley Cup in the National Hockey League, you got to roll four lines. You saw the Vegas Golden Knights in person last year. You got to roll four lines. And right now, you throw. Now, some of that is ice time. I just said Nick Robertson, eight minutes and 38 seconds of ice time. I do not think a lot of that is the way this team is deployed. And I put that on the coach. But I don't know, man. They just. They've got, I don't know how you can sit here and make the argument that, well, you know, you've got Matthews who's who's having a career. It's like, yes, he is, and that's great. But at the end of the day, this team is nowhere close to being a cup contender. Nowhere close. So what's the goal, Brendan? What's the goal? Yeah, I, I want someone to come out and look at me and be like, we're, we're, we're good with just making the playoffs and getting dusted in the first round because that's what they're doing. Yes, and wh- why don't they have a bottom six? Why don't they have one? Well, I think, l- listen, I think we got to look at at this here and say, like, how much of this do you want to put on Brad Tree Living and how much of this do you want to put on Brendan Shanahan and how much of this do you want to put on the circumstance of what happened and how he came in? Like, he kind of he jumped on a moving train. And his two best additions that he made in the offseason in terms of, like, contribution to the lineup has been Martin Jones and Simone Benoit. I I did I, I mean I, I a little blood is on everybody's hands for sure. I mean 
everyone he's brought in has done nothing, basically. Who are supposed to do something has done nothing. And then he decided he wanted to roll over and pay Nylander any whatever he wanted. So there, there's another loss negotiation. So it's well, I, I blood think is on his hands too. I, yeah, and and it's on Brendan Shanahan's. But until they just figure out how to dismantle the core of this team, it's they're never going to change. I'm sorry. I, I, we could sit here and talk about ice time, Nick Robertson, th- this guy playing center, this guy playing that. None of it's going to change so, until they until they until they actually make a big move because it's just these guys are aren't good enough to carry this team to the to the promised land. Well, you, you see it right now, and how how are they supposed to build their team any differently when they're when they're just like so top heavy? Like they they're, they this is their decision to be top heavy. Yes. So that's why sometimes it's like yeah, other guys need to step up for sure. Like Max Domi could be having a better season. He could be playing better, of course. David Camp could chip in with a little more offense, of course. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- Seven eight nine seven seven seven, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And, and it is very strange watching Domi and Bertuzzi, two two serviceable hockey players, be injected in this lineup and have just like it's like they've lost their ability to play. They're they're just not effective at all. And it's and it's kind of blowing my mind because it's it's not like these guys were were top players in the league, but they're they they have reputations and and stats backing up that they've played pretty good hockey throughout their entire career. They're NHL hockey players who can contribute at an NHL level. And I'm watching them. I'm going, I, I saw more out of Alex Kerfoot than I'm seeing out of these guys. Well, I sat here a few minutes ago and said, I wasn't going to clown on Sheldon Keefe anymore, but I do think that he is the main reason why those two guys aren't as effective. Yeah. I, I, I think as, as what they have been. Like, I agree. I think that is on Keefe because yes. it is, it is very strange how, the, how two guys, not just one, but two I've just completely lost it. So let's start with let's start with Max Domi. Max Domi was playing in the top six with the Dallas Stars, a good hockey team last year. Max Domi is a type is the type of hockey player that needs to play with other good players. So far this year, they've asked him to carry his own line and sort of like help bring Nick Robertson along. And that's just not the kind of guy not the kind of player he is. The few times we've seen Max play with Mitch Marner, they've looked really good and looked like they've had some chemistry together. And I think that that's Max Domi. 
That's why in an ideal world, you'd ha- you'd have someone who could take that three C role, and then you could move Domi up into the top six and move Nyes down because I think Matt Nyes is going through a little rookie growing pain issue here. I think Matt Nyes is is playing very good hockey, but he's also not contributing yes. offensively. And he's still, you're still trying to figure like demoting him isn't necessarily a bad thing because he's still young and it's not. It's not a huge deal. Yeah, I I, to me, I don't see out of him what I see out of the other two. I actually see him playing hard. It's just the offense hasn't clicked for him yet, and he he has the rookie card to play. So it's you can lay off him, but I don't know. You look at these. I I pull up their hockey DB, both these guys, and I mean they're they're barely fifty point hockey players for their careers. So it's like what are what are we really expecting? But more than this, we've seen guys like Michael Bunting come in who had no reputation. Or even Zach Hyman, who has elevated himself into one of the top goal scorers in the NHL. Not to interrupt you, but who... So we're going to talk towards the end of this episode about this this uh, international tournament they've, they're have they having in the summer of 25. I've seen a few Team Canada lineup projections. There's Zach Hyman on the yeah, first absolutely. line of Team Canada. So like, you think of Bunting and Hyman off the top of your head. Two guys who weren't pegged to be offensive players in the NHL, who were just pegged to be grinders. They play on the top line with Matthews, and they both have great offensive success playing with that line. And both of them leave because we didn't want to overpay them. But it turns out those were two. I'd say one is a massive mistake. The other one it still remains to be seen. But And you look at it. So when, when Domi and Bertuzzi come in here, that's what you're thinking. You're like, okay, these guys... Like Bertuzzi's had a 62 point season. Domi's had a 72 point season, but other than that, they're kind of floundering around 40, 50 points. So we inject them into the top six, which is probably what their agents were thinking too. signing here. Yep. Maybe Max had a little hometown thing going on, but Bertuzzi, I'm going to get injected in the top. My point production's going to go up and it's, and it's just not, and it's just perplexing. It's just these guys, they just, they've lost it completely. And I, I don't know what like, you can only change the line so many times. Like th- to me, they're just like, I j- juggle up the lines, juggle up the lines, move knives down, put Bertuzzi back up, put Domi here, put Domi there. They, they don't have a third until they get a third line center. They can't do anything with their lineup. Who's going to play third line center. That's true. Nobody. And they only put Domi there because Domi was on the wing earlier. And both of us sat here with the idea of putting him at center. Yeah. And they have put him at center, and, it hasn't and he's done nothing. Because he's the type of player that needs to play with other good players. He can't carry his own I think line. Max needs to find... I, I I think Tyler Bertuzzi... I don't know what's going on with Tyler Bertuzzi. I think when I watch Max Domi, I have a little more clear idea that I think he just needs to figure out what type of hockey player he is. Because I think he still thinks he's playing for the Don Mills Flyers scoring 100 points in AAA. Like, it's it's like, maybe, maybe you're not an offensive guy. I haven't seen a lot of offense out, out of you. You need to switch up your game a little bit. You need to... Th- Kind of like what John Tavares is going through too. It's like you need to figure out what type of hockey player you are. But I know he's not a third line center for a, for a team that's going anywhere. So I mean, he's got to figure it out. They have to figure it out. But I don't know. To your point, I don't know if Keith's the guy to do it. No, I don't. And I think Tyler Bertuzzi is the type of guy who would benefit from uh, being put in a better situation to succeed. Like, where does Tyler Bertuzzi, from what I've seen, where does he excel this year or look or look good? Puck battles along the boards. Like 
he's the type of guy that is going to, he's going to score all his goals and get all his points by banging in a garbage goal in front of the net, which he's and his centerman is the king of that. So yes, having those two together really doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And, and he also gets no power play opportunities. So it's, I mean, that, that's, that, that one's tough. The power play's tough. I, I don't, I don't know. But that that's a tough one to switch up. I know you can you can move the ice time around five on five, and those guys don't have to be out there for two minutes on the power play. But I mean, to take one of those guys off the power play, that is, uh, you I could mean, make an argument there for Tavares for a while that yeah. he he could have missed a power play or two, especially the way he was playing and the way the power play was going. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I I I, I blame Sheldon. How many times have you heard me say that? I don't know. It's I, there's so much blame to go around here. It's just I, you know what I I also get self conscious coming on here and being negative, but I'm I'm kind of done. Well, like, this... I'm just kind of like I'm what I think we just had an all star break. I just went on vacation. I should be kind of and they, they won two big games against one of the best teams in the league, and I turn on this game and I'm just sitting there and I'm like I have to watch another 35 games of the same thing yeah. I've been watching. Year and and it's worse this year than it has been in previous years. It's Ryan. It's far worse. I know. Year. It's this. It, this reminds me of the year Babcock got fired and they they got interrupted by COVID and then they lost to Columbus in the bubble. Yeah, that's that's what this is. Like they got rid of some players that we were tired of watching. Justin Hall, Alex Kerfoot, and and we bring in some guys we're excited about and we're watching this team. It's like they're not even close. I don't no. even know how they're... Well, this is what I'm coming to about when I say, like, I genuinely... Like, I'm not saying this to be a smartass. Like, I'm genuinely saying, how can you make the argument that this team should be buyers I, and I, should give up assets? I'm going to do my thing that I that I did, like, a month or so ago. People, take your rose-colored glasses off. I understand. I'm a fan of the team. We love this team, Okay. But take your rose-colored glasses off and put your realistic, real-world glasses on. This team and this roster is... There are a lot, a lot of missing pieces here. A lot. Like, if you look at it, let's just start from the net out. Goaltending's an issue, okay? Martin Jones played well. He kind of came back down to earth. Samsonov played out of his mind for a couple games before the the All-Star break. I thought in the Islander game, he kind of came back to earth. I don't think you're winning a Stanley Cup with either one of those guys. Keith said the other day, Joe Wall is still nowhere near ready to come back. And when Joe Wall comes back, first of all, it's going to take him a while to get up to speed and get playing to the way he was playing. And the guy is super injury prone. So they don't have a Stanley Cup caliber goalie. You're dead in the water. Out of the gate with that, okay? You look at the defense, which we've talked about ad nauseum. TJ Brody continues to just be, oh my God, is he like that? The game-winning goal last night is was a 1,000% on TJ Brody. And then you look at the forwards, and we just went on a rant about the depth. Like, there, this team is a goalie. That could be Joe Wall. It could not be. Two to three defensemen. A centerman. And a couple wing, like, couple, said, like yeah. they, we never talked about them just shipping off Sam Lafferty for nothing. Yes. Like that's another, like, there, there's another, there's a perfect winger to slot in on that third line who shipping off has a little bit of size. It can skate. Yes. And they shipped him off for, for, Ryan, for Ryan Reeves. Reeves. Who sucks. 
The guy sucks. You know what? I think you're explaining. Like, I think everybody watching this right now, you don't need to explain that to them. The only people perpetuating the narrative that you have Matthews, you need to do something, is the media. It's yeah. not the fans. The fans uh, know. No, Ryan, Ryan, I, I, and, and I, know, the, I know. The fans who come here to listen to us, they no. know. Yes. They yes. know. I know I know Twitter's not real life, but there are some all the, there all are the some rose colored glasses, Kool-Aid drinkers like, on Twitter. Here, here's my argument. If all the years where you had to prove to Matthews that you were going to do something has cost it, cost your organization depth for years to come. You traded all your picks away because you had to make a statement that we're going for it and you never did anything. So now there goes all the picks out the door. We got nobody coming up. We got a bunch of dudes. We're years away. There's all the depth that we're missing right there. So it's like now you're going to, so this is the year you got to go do it again. It hasn't worked for years previous when you were way better than you were this year. And you also don't have, like, I'm sorry, I'm not giving up some of the little, like, everyone knows what the Leafs are in the market for. So if you think for one second that Brad Tree Living is going to give up a first-round pick or uh, one of their touted prospects, like a Cowan or a Minton, for for Chris Tanev, no, I'm calling. not happening. Here, here's my plan. If I'm Brendan Shanahan or Brad Tree Living, which I know will never happen, I'm calling the Muskoka Four into the front office and going, this is what we pay you for. This is why you're the highest paid players in the league because you're good enough to get it done. You know why your depth is ravaged? Because of you. So how about you just play better? You're supposed to be better. You're supposed to carry this team. That's what you're paid to do. So do it because look what's happened in the past. What's going on getting Nick Felino going to do? Like, look how that turned out. The, the coach literally deploys you in such a way that you are the ones who are going to carry us to the promised yeah, land. Right, they go out and get Ryan O'Reilly. It was a Ryan O'Reilly's the perfect example of this. They go out and get him. He comes in here. He he was okay, but he was definitely their best deadline pickup out of all of them. You know what the guy did at the end of the year? Split. He went, this sucks. Yeah, I'm good. These guys can't carry it. The coach is an idiot. Yep. I'm out of here. Yep. I won't play on the power play. Exactly what yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, like he's the perfect example. <laughs> I know. And Brandon, that, what you're talking about with ice time with Domi and yep. Robertson. And that's what Ron O'Reilly saw. That's he was he like, left. I'm yes. out of here. Yes. No, thank you. Yep. Yep. Not that he went to a team that's really doing anything. And my guy, but- and, and my guy Brendan is just sitting up there, just making sure the shareholders and the, the board is happy. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, I mean, the, the the Predators are only four points behind the Leafs. Yeah, like with Ryan O'Reilly's their number one center. Yeah, yeah. It's so again. It's I don't like just live. Come live in the real world. That's basically what I'm it's saying. Not happening. It's it's. I will be so disappointed in them if they if they do that. It's unless you can just find the the best deal in the world. Which but like you don't no second round picks to trade. They're all gone. Yeah. You're not trading a first for. A guy who's in his 30s who plays defense who really is just going to come in and be another TJ Brody. Like, I don't. And none it of it makes, fucking matters yeah, it if, if you sense. have Elias Samsonoff and Martin Jones. Like, none of it matters. Again, what's the goal here? Like, like if you if you sit and you think, well, the goal is to win a cup, you're a crazy person just looking at the goaltending alone. So, like, what's the goal? You know what? I If, if I'm them. You and I are doing role play Shanny and tree living today. If I'm them, I'm sitting back and going, we are going to stand pat. You know what? If some team wants to come talk to me and say, listen, Tyler Bertuzzi has a track record of being a good playoff performer. 
we're we're prepared to give you some assets for yeah. Tyler Bertuzzi. Have them. You know what? We're looking for uh, a guy who can skate to play left wing on our playoff run. How do you guys think about flipping Max Domi? Take him. Take him. Like, that's where I'm at. I'm not going. Which is the complete opposite of we got to show Matthew something. Who cares? I I don't care. I mean, I don't care either. I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't care. This team still has an opportunity to make the playoffs. So I'm sitting back and I'm going. I'll listen to someone who wants to come in and maybe take one of our guys, and we're just going to leave this team as is, status quo, and if we get into the playoffs, great, and if we don't, then there you go. That's that's the realistic thing because making the playoffs shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be to build off last year, which is at least a second-round appearance to a conference championship appearance to eventually a Stanley Cup. That's That's the progression here. You go to practice out of the deadline. You look at all of them and go, "This is this is what you guys did. This is this is the result of everything you guys wanted and what you believed in." We have no depth because we can't have it because it's impossible to get. Look around the league. Look at look at Sam Ryan. How much is Sam Reinhart making right now? I don't know, but I guarantee it's like half of what anyone else is making. The guy's having just as good a year as Matthews. Like it's 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 ridiculous. I would just go into practice and be like, you know what, you guys are great players. You 6. put up point five. You put up great points. Lovely, amazing. But we don't have any depth because of the the what you guys wanted and what you thought you deserved. That's why we're not going out and getting anything. That's why we're not going to win anything. It's it just is what it is. They don't they can't do anything. Well, where I mean, gonna, where are you going to go even in the off season? Who, who are you going to go upgrade your defense with? The pushback. Like so just, so here's what I'll say. So so you. You're calling me in. I'm one of the 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 core four, and you're calling me in, and you're saying you're saying what you just said to me. Yeah, you're Shanny, and I'm looking at them, and I'm going, okay. Well, you had a bunch of cap space that you could have spent in the summer, and you went and spent it on um, John Klingberg, who later came out. You went and gave John Klingberg some stupid contract that he later came out and said he had a lingering injury that was with him the whole time. You went and gave it to Ryan. You gave Ryan Reeves a three-year deal. Guy cannot play. Cannot play. Yeah, no, it's not a bad point, but I just look back and be like, remember when you're up 3-1 against the Montreal Canadiens in the most shoo-in Stanley Cup final season that this franchise will ever have? And you guys wet the bed? Yeah. Yeah. Times, how many times have you guys wet the bed? Like, it's it's ridiculous. So many. <laughs> yeah, like... I'm out of, yeah, we've made some mistakes, but I mean, we've also, they've also brought in guys in the past who, who were kind of questionable pickups who ended up doing okay. And like, yeah, it is tough to be like John Kling, but, but guess, but guess what? They found a way out of it. They found a way out of John Klingberg. They said, okay, this guy sucks. Your how's your hip doing? Not very good. See you later. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think these guys deserve anything. I think they should play better. They have to carry well, this team. They it, have to. Well, and that comes back to the Sheldon Keefe quote off the top. It's like that. If they're going to make a move, you cannot. You they just have to be creative. They cannot trade another for the, a first round pick for Chris Tanner. I'm no, yeah. no, it's not happening. Well, even, absolutely not. Get even, creative. But even one of your young guys, man, like you can't do that. Like especially next year. Like next year, you're you're kind of fucked in the salary cap sense because you still have Tavares making eleven million with Nylander and Matthews' new deals kicking in. So you need you need a guy like Fraser Minton to 
to make your team next year. It's, you it's need tough, Matt Nyes next year to take a step yeah, and become to, a yeah, second he needs, year. He needs to collect more offense. Yeah, you need you need that. So you can't be giving up these young, cheap guys. No, like, like this is can't. just live in the real world. You can't do it. Yeah, maybe you maybe you find a team that likes Nicky Robertson and you you try to flip him out for a big body. But he's guy. another like, guy though, Ryan. Like he shows flashes of 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 Nick. The the biggest thing going against Nick Robertson is. Lack of experience he, due to... He, he has to move the puck within a millisecond or else he's on his ass. Lack of experience due to injury and the fact that he's small. But he makes things happen in the offensive zone. And he's another guy next year that you have on the cheap that... Do they have him next year on the cheap? Let's double check that. No, he's... A, well, he's an RFA. Okay, so... He's got no leverage. Yeah, he's got no Nothing. leverage. So he's another guy next year that you can make it work. And, th- like... Th- it's it's really dangerous this year when you know that your team like what did I just rattle off like they're like four five six pieces that they need. It's really dangerous this year to move off young cheap talent. Really yeah, dangerous. They got they got nothing. Yeah, they got absolutely nothing. Yeah. They're screwed. Yes, they got they. These guys are good enough to carry them to a playoff spot. Maybe this year not, but in previous past, these guys were all good enough to to have amazing regular seasons. They're one of the most best regular season teams over the past several years, but this year it's kind of running dry. And it's like, these guys can only take you so far. There's also like the, the Keith comment off the top about the peewee stuff. Like they're this team's attention to detail and their positional and their positional play in the defensive zone is this is one of the worst defensive hockey teams I've ever seen in all my years. Like, yeah, the whole like. Just blowing. I'm so sick of watching this team blow leads, man, or just give up quick goals after getting one. It's like, I'm just, it's exhausting. It really is. Like, I'm, it's getting challenging coming up with creative things to talk about. It's like, oh, here we go again. The same thing over and over and over and over again. Like, can we just do something different, please? Not, that's not putting knives down on the third line and putting Dobie up. Like, come on. Like, I'm so done with that. You can try this lineup every which way. The only thing I'd be interested in seeing is if they spread out every, all four guys play on four different lines. That's the only <laughs> lineup change I will accept because it will be new and fresh. And that's never happened. No. Which will never happen. No, it won't. Well, like, I'm sorry. Moving, flip floaming, flip floaming. <laughs> flip-flopping Domi and Bertuzzi and Ponte. Like, it's 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 not going to do it, man. It's really not. No, it's not. Oh, my God. God. Uh, Why didn't they just pay Zach Hyman? When his contract was yeah, up. You, in fairness, man, you, you would know none of us thought... We sat here too, and we're like, giving Zach Hyman five million is is outrageous. And we're that idiots. guy, yeah, that no, Complete everyone's idiots. an idiot. He, you know, he he's got that guy. I hope that dude kept receipts because he's got a lot of them to hand out. Jesus, a lot of them. Yeah. Speaking of him, over the All Star break, the NHL announced we're going to do some NHL talk. The NHL announced that next February, I think I said summer earlier. I hope I didn't because it's next February, so a year from now. The NHL will stage a four nations face-off tournament that will feature Canada, the United States, Finland, and Sweden. The event will take place in Montreal and Boston. So it's like a four-team playoff. This is the first time that we will see this era of NHLers in an international tournament. 
I'm kind of excited about this. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be up to them to make it good. I, I, I mean, it's not the Olympics. That's one thing. Well, they has. are going back to the Olympics as well. But yeah, this like is this will be before the Olympics. It's just going to be up to them to make this a big deal. Yes. Because we saw what happened at the the World Cup of Hockey, and they had the two gimmick teams. And well, that's why I kind of yeah, like I mean, that. To me, it's a bit of a slap in the face to some other. Like, I don't want to be this guy, but it is a bit of a slap in the face to other countries. Like. You watch it at the World Juniors, like Czechia's beating Canada yeah. now. Like you know, like there's like these countries well, and, are legit. It's kind of a slap in the face to, to leave some of these countries off the board due to the political reasons. The the Russians aren't in there as well. Yeah, well, I mean, but, whatever. But but listen, I'm I'm down to watch a Connor McDavid Team Canada take on the juggernaut that will be Team USA. Why don't they do a seven game series again? Yeah, like just yeah. do a Canada US seven game. seven gamer. Like yeah. that would be that'd be sweet. It's gonna be up to the players in the league to make this good. Like I that's uh, other than that. Like I'm not excited thinking about it. I'm excited thinking about the Olympics. That, yeah. that's goat. But it's well, no, it'll still be it'll be a nice and it'll be a nice break because it's in February. So essentially, it'll replace the All Star break. Well, they better play hard. Like. I just remember the World Cup of Hockey was brutal. I think I think they I think you got a guy like Connor McDavid who is itching to to lead. Like Sid'll obviously still be the captain of Team Canada until Connor will assume that role once Sid calls it a career. But Connor is itching to play this. That guy's a fucking animal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that guy is literally an animal. I know. He'll be itching to play this. That guy and, and is so good. It's it's sickening. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's great. I think they need to do more of this stuff. It's yeah, I think good for them. Yeah. I love it. All and right, and we'll returning see. to the Olympics. Yeah, but that was so stupid. What what are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I remember what the one year the travel was a little tricky with Well, and then they were gonna go. Uh, a couple years ago, and then COVID. everybody got COVID. Yeah, so yeah, I'll cut them a break on yeah, that one. So that, that's a bit unforeseen. All right, buddy. Well, we're back in the saddle now. We're ready for the home stretch. I know that you're really excited to can get on here once, here we go. once, twice a week to just continue to talk about the same things over and over again. Yeah. If they rattle off a couple, the only way they can do anything is if they rattle off a couple dubs. Yeah, but they're not doing that. It'll be the same old, same old for the rest of the season. Well, one of the things that that, uh, that was discussed last night that I thought was really interesting is how brutal they've been at home this year. Yeah. They're 11, 10, and 2 at home this year. Yeah, why aren't they like 2 and 6 in their last like 8? Yeah. Like what? I, I don't understand that. Like that's not, that's not like, like they've been far better on the road than they've been at home. And I know, like, Scotiabank Arena isn't exactly a, a raucous atmosphere, but not. It's not a very good home base. Why do you think that is? Do you, do, when you go to the game, what do you do? You sit there. No, you, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, no, not the fans. Like, why, why do you think they are 11, 10, and 2 at home? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain that stuff. I don't know. All I know is that building sucks and yeah. it's just, I, I don't know. I really don't. It's so too we, bright in there. We got to be more <laughs> dimly lidded. It is really bright yeah, in there. That's why really I try. I got my new TV and I'm trying to get the color ratio right. Yeah, they need a the they need, they more popping out. dimly lit arena. Yeah. Old school. They got the Dallas Stars Wednesday night. Good hockey team. They got the Sens Saturday night in Ottawa. I don't yeah. care. The yeah, Sens. I don't care. The Sens could be 
winless, yeah. and I would still be, and they would still worry me in a seven game series. And then they've got like good teams the rest of the way. Like they got for, for this month, they got St. Louis. Where are the St. Louis Blues in the standings? They're not. They're not. Oh, they're, oh, in a, they're, they're in a wild, wild card, card spot. Yeah. They're in a second wild card spot. West wild card is just every time I look at it, it's just different. Yeah, like I, I took a shot at the Predators earlier, and like they're 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 just right there. They're they're tied for a wild card spot. Then we got uh, we got the Philadelphia Flyers, Ducks, Blues again, the Golden Knights, the Av. Oh my god, the Avalanche. Look at the Hawks just gonna finish dead last again and just pick up another first overall pick. Yep, just just rebuilding. Make sure you pick a defenseman. Yes. Don't yes. overlook defensemen. Yes. Let's put it that way. They desperately need that. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again after probably after the Saturday Senators game. So if you want to catch that, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button below. Thank you very much for checking us out. I just want to take a minute to say tons of really nice comments on the videos lately. I have actually been blown away at how nice the comments have been lately. People being like, love your show, favorite Leafs pod. Thank you. You know, we've been doing this for, this is season six, and we just, it's just a thing that we do to spend time together, and we're both both um, diehard fans of the team, and we really commit. It's kind of our baby now, and we we really appreciate you guys tuning in and, and the nice the nice comments. We really, really appreciate it grinding yes and if you know someone who hasn't watched the talking buzz leaf show you should spread the word and tell your friends yes you should we'll catch you guys next time